Hi, welcome to the My Muy Bueno Women in Business podcast. I'm Justine Murphy, founder of My Muy Bueno, and this podcast is here to inspire, empower, strengthen, support, and motivate you on your walk as a woman in business. We'll be talking real issues and I'll be shining light on topics far less talked about. So welcome everyone. Uh, welcome today to today's show. I hope you've had a good two weeks. It's come around fast again, hasn't it? Wow. Um, I've had a very busy two weeks and uh, here we are in London on lockdown, slightly climbing the walls, to be honest. Um, sick and tired of picking up and re-picking up a million things off the floor because my boys are permanently trashing the house um, and tired of as a mummy and a wife uh, getting frustrated <laughs> with the lack of being heard sometimes. And I'm sure that resonates with many of you who are, um, well, women <laughs> who <laughs> live with men uh, and understand that and children. Uh, so yeah, it's been a very, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to come out of lockdown. <laughs> I think it's been testing some days more than others. Um, it's also been um, a time of, yeah, it's been busy. I did uh, the podcast with William Sitwell, which went out last week. If you haven't heard that, do go and tune in and have a listen to Biting Talk. And that was great. Obviously, I was talking about the My Muy Bueno cookbook and sharing about that. And also, yeah, we talked about and touched on my story. And it was a time... It's a time now that um, it was the first time anyone's asked me about it. So it was kind of, it threw me a little bit. I hadn't been prepared um, for the questions I had, uh, but I handled it. And again, you know, sharing my story like I have, you know, it's only a small amount of my story that I share in the My Muy Bueno cookbook in my introduction, because my story is it's a huge, it's, it's a part of who I am. Um, it's all the things that I've overcome, that I've survived. I've come out the other side. I've I had this vision for my muy bueno. I set my philosophy up to be able to build my business upon and live my life from. And it's, you know, um, it's the very, it's the very part of me that, you know, that I own and that is my authentic self and it's my story to tell and to share. And it has huge power, huge power to, resonate with with others to make a difference to make an impact to help others and to remind you that no matter what you go through no matter what you've ever been through you can and you will get up the other side of it and you can change your life and you have the ability to do whatever you want to do in this world and you can heal and um and and that's, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, and I hope that it then does help people who read it and uh, feel inspired and know that they can conquer and do whatever um, and come out the other side. And I hope I may be an example of that. And uh, so, yeah, it was just, it was the first time I touched on it and um, to talk about it. And I guess also, you know, I've talked about it on my own terms so far, you know, I've talked about it um, in my cookbook. I've talked about it at my women in business event days where I share my story with all the women who attend. Um, but being asked questions about it is a new area, new territory for me. So um, and one, you know, that's, of course, very uncomfortable because it's scary and it's it's, you know, a huge part of my life that's, you know, um, caused a lot of pain. Um, but slowly dipping my toes into that area to be able to become more confident with sharing um, and knowing that, yeah, if it can make the difference with just one person's life, then that's everything. So, yeah, that's been that. And then, of course, my freezer broke. My freezer. Uh, today, obviously, we're talking about time management. And this was a really good example of having to sidestep on my entire day, which actually I felt was a blessing in disguise anyhow. 
So basically I went to go and I had a delivery, uh, an Ocado delivery arrived and I've been chipping away uh, since we've been here at filling our chest freezer up and um, just a little bit now and then, you know, just, you know, an extra, ro- you know, a chicken or a, a shoulder of lamb and just we've got a nice kind of healthy supply of produce and, um, you know, come January I can just need to kind of take things out and just, you know, order fresh fruit and veg and that's about it. Anyhow, I went to go put something in there only to realize that it was off and everything inside, thankfully, was cold. So obviously, I think this was on the Thursday morning. I realized this last week and um, I'd only taken something out of the freezer on the Sunday. So I knew that from Sunday, everything was frozen, frozen. And at some point it's tripped and gone off. And in those three days, everything has thawed out inside like it was defrosting in a fridge. So thankfully it was full enough and enough big roasting joints to keep everything nice and cold as it thawed out. However, after having a mini flap about it, um, I realized that I had to just quite simply cook everything because uh, obviously I wasn't going to be wasting it. Um, You know, we're talking a couple of hundred pounds worth of meat sat in the freezer. Um, So, yeah, that was it. I sat there with a pen and paper and I started listing through all the things I was going to make. So I and then that was it. My uh, apart from a few emails, everything else I had to do that day had to take a go on the back burner. And I put, uh, I just got cooking. I had to make a quick detour out to go and stock up on more tomato paste and tin tomatoes. And then I just cracked on. I made a massive vat of bolognese, huge green Thai curry, a huge chicken tikka masala, two big, huge chicken tikka masalas, two slow roasted uh, shoulders of lamb, uh, four roast chickens, tons of bolognese. Don't know if I've said that already. Anyway, loads of food. Uh, Everyone when when the boys came home from school it was kind of like whatever you want to eat you can so they went for lamb stew I did a beef bourguignon uh belly of pork I mean just loads of food a big roast of beef that I then sliced up for the boys for sandwiches all this week um and then ziplocked everything up into portions of four and have frozen it all down not in the same freezer, might I add. I've literally moved everything around. So that freezer that I'm not so confident in anymore has got all the bananas and the berries and the bread and things like that. And all the meat and all the cooked food now is in our other freezers. So that was that. Um, and a quick, you know, and it changed my day, but it actually ended up being a massive blessing because I've been very heavily on the computer lately and it forced me to step away completely for the day from the computer, from everything. I was in my happy place cooking away. I felt like I was a yacht chef again, batch cooking for weekend food or a crossing across the Atlantic um, just to be making that much food in one day. I had to carry on the next day on to the Saturday morning too because I was just it was just so much food. Um and then, uh, but yeah, did it uh, all. Yeah, we're covered now. So no takeaways. We're going to be sorted for cooked produce every time from curries to stews. Anyway, that's that. And then what else has happened this week? It's all oh, this last two weeks. I just feel like there's just been loads going on. Um, but yeah, getting getting our Christmas on made did some reels this week at last weekend and made mince pies with the boys, my plant-based refined sugar-free ones. They're on my Instagram on my reels. So you can get the recipe. I share that with you all there. Um, and that was lots of fun. Got the Christmas tree organized and ordered pretty much done with Christmas shopping now too. So yeah, getting again, the title of this episode, it's getting, it's all about getting your ducks in a row. And that's very much my mantra. Um, Uh, you know, ducks in a row, being organized, being really organized. I think the one thing I'm asked, the one question I'm asked so much um, is always, how do you do it? How, how do you do it, Justine? How do you run lots of different businesses, manage lots of different people, look after your family, run your household, do all these different things and still be you and everything else? And it just comes down to good organization. And I mean, like, you know, Monica from Friends has nothing on me, really. Um, Seriously, I mean, I'm not as uh, I'm not, you know, hell bent on labeling everything up with colored colored tape or anything like that. But I, uh, I mean, I've got I'm looking at my desk right now and I have a sea of post-it notes everywhere. I've got lots of different pat notepads with di- different to-do lists. And that's a big one for me. So I guess number one, it's to-do lists. Um, 
in my Women in Business Day, I always give everyone one of these A4 lined ruled notepads and a Uniball black pen, not an ad, just love them. It's the only pen I use in black, can't stand blue, hate blue. Um, have can go as far as saying I have a phobia of blue pens. I just can't stand them. I find, you know, uh, black is more professional. Obviously, it's great for office work and uh, copying and things. But yeah, blue for me, I just can't stand it. Uh, so yeah, always a black uniball pen. I found I, I, I'm more efficient, you know, a lot of it's subconscious, I'm sure, but it works for me and it could work for you too. And writing it down. I am an old fashioned girl in the fact that I like to write everything down because I know where I'm at. I feel in control when I'm writing it down. I can look at it at a glance. I can see where I'm at. I like the satisfaction of crossing things off my to-do list and knowing I've done them. I've achieved them. And then I'll tear the page out and I will rewrite the to-do list with all the things that I haven't achieved yet or done. And in the meantime, of course, you'll have taken three things off it and added another 12. Um, and constantly prioritizing and reprioritizing what's on that list. So I have different ones because obviously I've got different companies within the My Muy Bueno group. And I'm constantly, and then I'm always working on projects, current projects, future projects, chipping away at different things, different to-dos for different members of my team, just keeping all these spinning plates up in the air um, and going back to those sticks and keep on spinning them, keep on spinning them. Um, and it's just literally, it's a constant, you know, you can't turn your back on any of the things that you have. They're your responsibilities when you have a business. And um, and when you have a family, you know, uh, for me both, you know, there's, I always say this, I, I, you know, I refuse to believe that there is a work-life balance when you have your own business. It's your baby. It's your, you're so invested with every fiber of your body. Um, I don't think you can compartmentalize in that way. You can't just turn one off and forget about it and turn the other off and forget about it because at any time my phone might ring and it's the school and I've got to collect one of my boys or there's an urgent call for a client coming through and something needs to be handled or a, a chef needs uh, a yacht needs a chef urgently because someone's had an accident. You've always got to be switched on and you've always got to be connected with both. And, um, and that's just the way it is. And I'm sorry, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I think it depends, of course, what your business is, that you may have greater responsibilities or lesser responsibilities. And you might find that you are happy just doing your nine to five Monday to Friday with what you're doing. And that's it. However, I just... I don't see how you can move mountains with that sort of mentality. I believe that, you know, for me, getting um, the way I get things done and how I've got things done over the years. I mean, my muy bueno will be nine years old next month. Yay! Nine, nine years old. It's amazing. Um, but why and where we are is because I put the hours in. I really do. I get up earlier. I go to bed later. I put the hours in when I have to, to allow my time to be afforded into the places it needs to be. I need to cook dinner. I need to make breakfast. I need to put food on the table. I need to be a part of that. And I want to enjoy that time, that time to sit down and eat with my family. I want to, um, that then means I need to then, you know, use that, you know, I want to put my boys to bed. I want to give them a bath, but then I've got to go and crack on my work again. If I've got work on the table, I can't leave it to the next day. I have to get it done. I can't sleep or rest because I'm only going to end up with a bigger backlog and more stress. Whereas if I've tackled it or handled it or made a dent in it, I then feel more in control. And I think that's the next part of it. So, and it's all connected, isn't it? Really, you know, getting your ducks in a row, you're being organized, you're being in control. And that really, that's it in a nutshell. You know, you've, you've got to feel in control. And if you're in control because you know everything that's going on, you can see everything going that's on, that you're, you're making a dent in your workload, you're not feeling overwhelmed. When you are, you know, and don't get me wrong, you know, we're only human. And there's days because, you know, and we'll get to this more in a minute, but there's days where, you know, everything go sideways or I don't know your period comes and you're slammed and you just don't want to do anything because you're in pain and you just <laughs> you're over it you know and you'll do the bare minimum and I'll deal with a couple of client emails and then I just want to go and watch Grey's Anatomy and sit under my duvet and that's fine too however my brain is still always going tick 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 what do I need to get off the table before I can fully immerse myself in you know Meredith Grey and what's going on in her world I need to make sure that everything's in a good place then I can relax, then I can enjoy, you know, um, 
you know, sitting and sipping in a hot chocolate and switching off for, for a while and dare I say even turning my phone off and putting it on flight mode or diverting it to someone, I can um, because I know everything's taken care of. And that's really what it boils down to um, because the point is life gets in the way. Life gets in the way, real life. You know, things happen, freezers break, um, you know, children get sick, you can get sick, you know. Uh, we're living in a very upside down world at the moment anyway. Life is not peachy in any way. And um, it's the reality of our everyday life that we have to navigate through, we have to conquer, we have to you know, work with the things, the curveballs that come our way, um, whether it's in business or work or people. And that's just a big part of it. So the more organized and in control you are with all your ducks in a row nicely and all of your workload in a good place and all your home routine, whoops, sorry, I've got to stop hitting the microphone. Sorry if that hurt your ears. Um, all of your routine uh, at home to be in a place that you do feel in control, then when these other curveballs come into play, then you're not so swayed and not so knocked because you're on solid ground and because your foundations, I often talk about foundations, because your foundations, your feet are on solid foundations and then you are equipped to handle whatever it is that comes your way. Um, as you know, um, you know, core values, my core values, pride, integrity, ambition, passion and love play a huge part in everything. Everything I do, everything they dictate, everything, every decision I make, everyone I work with. Um, they're my real, they're the, they're the bar, you know. Um, if I start to compromise on those, I really feel it. You know, I'll, uh, I'm all about giving people a chance. But if I feel that those uh, those core values have been compromised and and then I see they do get compromised, you know, working with a certain individual or whatever, then that I'll draw a line, you know, get that person out of my life. You know, you've got to be ruthless when it comes to that. You know, that I, I'm, I'm, I'm devoting an episode. Uh, I think I need to look at the list. So I think it's just before Christmas is going to be the episode before we go into a new year to remind you about the naysayers. I always talk about the naysayers. Uh, I know I can talk very confidently about the naysayers like many other topics just because I have gone through so many different things in my life. It really does put me in a good place to talk quite confidently and competently about them and how they are everywhere <laughs> and um once you do remove those toxic people from your life, again, you are better equipped to be in control and to manage your time more effectively because your time's not getting sucked in with people like that to drain you. Um, really important, you know, again, if you're surrounding yourself with people who who love you, who lift you up, who genuinely and really support you and believe in you and are there for you, you know, and I'm not talking, you don't need a little team kind of, yay, yay, you, yay, well done. You don't need that validation. You don't need people tapping you on the back saying, yay, well done, you're doing a brilliant job. You've got to give yourself that. There's no one around you who's going to give you that. There's you and you just got to, you got to give it to yourself. Or I'll give it to you. Yeah, you go on, you know, but the point is when you are around people naturally who genuinely do care about you, who are, um, who talk about you in a room full of people and opportunities, those people will mention your name. They're the people who you want to be around and should be lifting you up, not the other people. Um, and recognizing those people, plucking them out of your life and then making sure that the time, you know, our time is precious and making sure it is not wasted in any way. And the people you choose to spend your time with and invest your time in are quality people that you deserve in your life and they deserve you. You know, it works both ways and, um, and they're your people. And that's very true with your business, with your brand, the sort of clientele you attract, the people you have in your life with, with business, with suppliers, um, you know, just web developers, all those people, you know, they're your people, you know, they operate like you do, they think like you do, they're professional like you are. And that's what you need around you because that in itself will help you to be more efficient. It will help you to keep your ducks in a row. Your uh, time management, your your the management of your time will be far more efficient because you are not uh, you you aren't facing situations that are arising from those sort of people. 
Um, so suddenly, you know, and then then it is just the freezer breakages or, you know, giant pandemic knocking through the entire year. You know, these are things that are out of your control. So therefore, you know, you deal with them when they come. But the other things are in your control. So um, kind of really always taking a look, you know, and we're going into a new year soon. And it's a really good chance to have that clear out and to really see what's not serving you in your life in any way, shape or form or who is not serving you so yeah um tidying up um being organized in that respect too so in my house on a sunday night is the time that i have a house reset night however again we're in lockdown nothing is normal and i seem to forever uh, be picking up lego clothes dirty clothes dirty nappies um husband's pile of clothes I mean it's just like there's a basket for a reason but everyone walks past the basket I literally walk through the landing I'm picking everything up and literally walk back through the landing and I'm picking it all up again it's just you know everyone seems to just peel their clothes off and leave them (laughs) um and it drives me crazy I'm sure it drives you all crazy and you're all nodding in agreement um it is what it is uh but it's just yeah I'm really noticing it more on lockdown it's dry have you noticed (laughs) it's like the third time I've brought it up this episode um but yeah a tidy house a tidy desk a tidy mind a reset you know uh desktop is your desktop really full of a billion items on there you need to have a sort out all these areas that are consciously and subconsciously overloading you and overwhelming you, taking the time and give yourself a set day of the week to do these things, get organized, get your house reset again. So yeah, I still do, even though I'm still doing it daily, but a Sunday night reset is a big one for me. Um, Just going around the house, getting my ducks in a row, making sure the house feels ready, you know, organized again, ready for a new school week, ready for a new week ahead a chance to just get organized, what I'm going to cook this week, what I need to take out of the freezer, what I'm going to do, uh, you know, organizing my Instagram posts, organizing um, catch-ups with different members of my team, moving on different projects, having a real outline to-do list on the Sunday as well, on a Sunday evening. I kind of think ahead for my whole week. And then I've got my individual notepads for my normal, my daily to-do. My daily to-do has stuff on the personal list, whether it's order a Christmas present or uh, I know contacts, you know, the local news agent to order something or a uh, boiler to sort out or whatever it might be. And then also, obviously, I've got the regular, you know, the workload stuff in priority order, you know, launch the agency and um, uh, finish the luxury wear brochure and all these different projects that are due to be off the table and still chipping away at them to get them done and finished and off on time within my time limits. No one else's time limits. No one else is waiting on me for these things these are my expectations that I'm setting for myself so I've got something to stick to and then of course there's the normal day to day you know whether it's our agencies and jobs coming in and people waiting for responses or clients waiting for answers or our our concierge I need to move mountains with making things happen for people whatever it might be and it's other people's expectations that are on me and on my shoulders Um, and then sometimes all the things that are on my list my projects have to just go on the back burner because the priority is the client and we'll be speaking in the new year actually with our first guest of the new year we're going to be really talking about our customers and our clients um, and the importance of them. So that's something we're leading up to as well. Um, Little by little, step by step, brick by brick. um, But yeah, so really, uh, and they've got to go to the top of the list. That and family, family emergencies and health, boom, that goes above clients, obviously, every time. But then obviously the people who are bringing the money in and making the wheels turn, obviously they have a huge amount of value and importance and they can't be ignored and listening to them and being at their disposal and delivering is really important. And that's where you have to put the extra hours in. You have to put the time in because you are only afforded a certain amount of time in a day. And I remember saying to my husband uh, a while ago when we were back in Mallorca because I was working insane hours over there because we had the deli and the cookery school open as well and I was having to sleep on my office floor so many times. Um, I had my whole office designed in a way that 
my children could sleep with me on the floor in our little makeshift bed and I could like put them. I had a shower built and everything in my bathroom. We had a whole cabinet with all the clothes and school clothes and towels and toys and everything to be, it was literally like a mini studio apartment really. Um, and to be able to get them in uh, showering, but it meant I could, they could go to sleep at a normal time. I could carry on working into the night and then I could go to sleep and then get up early and let them keep sleeping. And then I could get them up, get them showered, get them dressed for school, go around to the deli, feed them for breakfast. And then Paul will have let the dogs out, fed all the animals, the dogs and the cats and come and pick them up and take them to school. And that was our routine. And it worked for us and it worked for me. And it's great. However, looking back at it, wow, I mean, it's insane. And lockdown really had to, it stopped, it shook all that. It shook obviously my entire world to the core with all of the changes and moving countries and and losing a whole load of sites and losing half of my team and downsizing and everything else that's come from all of that. But it's really um, gave me a chance to really you know, so much was streamlined, but also to really examine and, and to down tools in many ways and to pick up the ball on the other side or the balls on the other side in a different fashion and um, no longer have to pull such crazy hours because my workload has reduced greatly in many, many respects. Um, and then what I have picked up has been quality over quantity. And therefore, yes, it means I have to pull longer hours on some things, but not to the extent that I was working before. And I remember even saying to my husband back then, wow, you know, I wish there were 50 hours in a day. And he was like, why? So you could work 45 of them. And and it was so true because that was the point. It wouldn't have made any difference if we did have 50 hours in one day. Um, it wouldn't have made any difference at all because, yeah, I would have been working 45 of them and running on my five hours sleep a night. So, yeah, lockdown kind of stopped that. In fact, I think I had when we first kind of went into lockdown, kind of not having an alarm clock, not getting up at four in the morning, um, sleeping through till seven, eight o'clock. I mean, it was unheard of. And I can't think, I I mean, I think the last time I did that was obviously pre-children. So at least seven and a half years ago um, for certain, because that's sort of see when my world, or maybe more, let's go with the nine months of pregnancy on top of that. But it just meant that I had my body just caught up on so much sleep. Um, and it was great. I really felt that I recharged my batteries. I recharged and refueled my brain. Um, you know, I, I had more clarity than ever before and I needed it. I needed it to be equipped with everything I was about to go and go through with, you know, uh, the changes COVID then, um, yeah had in store I guess with everything the repercussions and uh, the adapting and the evolving from that and so yeah kind of coming here and now being fresh and renewed and and again it's just it's it's given me a new lease of life really you know it's it's it it aided my uh, relationship with you know my marriage my husband the time that we had together throughout lockdown was amazing because um you know, normally we're just, we're busy all the time. We're busy, 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 working, 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 working. Talk is work, you know, so or work is, work is talk, talk is work. We're, all we ever talked about was work because of so many things going on, courses running, Delhi have to be open, this happening, this happening, you know. Um, so to actually just remove all of that and strip that. Um, and I, I mean, I have to be busy. Then obviously I started with the Chefs Together campaign and the getting chefs doing the videos. I was obviously doing all the cooking with the boys, sharing all of, all of my recipes. I had to be busy until it got to a point that I had to just say stop with all of that and put my focus on what was actually going on uh, properly um, and start rolling out the changes that I did. But anyway, it just meant that it just, I felt, uh, and I do feel just really, um, yeah, just, just renewed, I guess. And I think a lot of us feel that from lockdown, you know, when would we ever have had a time to press that reset button to down tools in such a way and not have the rules of everyday life and its expectations pushing down on us and our shoulders and to just take all of that away. I mean, you know, it is unheard of and it was, it's been good, but then also kind of not getting complacent with it. Um, I think it's very easy to be complacent after lockdown, like we've had it the first time and now we've got it again now. 
And it's very easy to, you know, I haven't once on this lockdown slept in. I've been up and out of bed, you know, usually around 10 to 5 now is my kind of getting up time. A little bit earlier on days, I really have to uh, do that. Uh, I've taken to also working out in the mornings, which has been good for me um, and something I hadn't been doing before, but recognised I need to. And it's good for me, mind, body and spirit. And then getting on with my day. Um, And that's the only time I can do it before my day starts and kicks in. Um, and again, if I've got my to-do list to guide me, um, I work through that. I use that to help me to, um, stay on track with my day to, if my day does go sideways to help me to course correct again, whether it's in that day or the next, um, and ultimately stay in control. So I'm not feeling overwhelmed. I'm not feeling stressed. Even when I've got the biggest, I mean, you know, you hear me when I say, you know, we've all got days where we get out and we're out of bed and we're like, yes, you know, you just, you can move mountains on those days. You are just like full of energy. You're accelerated. You've had a good sleep. You're happy. Everything's good. Life is good. But then bam, something happens whether it's you lose a job or a client or or something's happened, an issue or something, or something else has happened, uh, you know, in your personal life, whatever it is, just, or, you know, just knocks you. And you've gone from having all this energy and you know how powerful it is because when you've got that energy, you can move mountains. I mean, you can just do everything, you know, on those days you're like, boom, 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 you know, and I'm emailing everyone, I'm doing everything and everyone's opening emails going, holy crap, you know, this woman is on it today, you know, and then I can go the polar opposite. And I think because you're so invested in everything you're doing, you know, you can put so much of yourself in and then if something falls down, it's really deflating. It's, you know, I, I, and I really, it hits me hard. And especially on a day, if I've maybe have had a good day and I've done loads and I've moved mountains or I've given all of myself to a lot of people. Um, I even find it on days like today on, you know, I've woken up, I've had a workout, I've had a really busy morning already. I'm now doing the podcast. I'm giving all of me and then I'm going to blitz through my day. And then tomorrow I wake up and I'm just sapped. I'm sapped of energy. I'm sapped of, because I need to recharge that. And I need to, I'm not, you know, I'm human. I'm not superhuman. I'm not superwoman. I need to recharge my batteries. I need to replenish myself, mind, body, spirit. All of it needs replenishing. Otherwise, I can't run on empty. I can't deliver at the same pace. And I can't deliver and do if I'm running on empty. Um, And I mean, it astounds me, actually, looking back at how much I was running on empty, but still delivering, because I think I was in such a pattern of doing that back in Mallorca, that it was my normal. Um, Now with more sleep, uh, feeling more grounded, more in control, swallowing the, the huge losses this year has brought and the mammoth changes and adapting and moving and navigating through this strange, strange world and time we're living in has meant that I'm more grounded than ever before. And I think, uh, you know, and we have to be, you know, we, we need that. We need to give ourselves that. We're being, we're so many things for so many different people. You know, we are wife or girlfriend, uh, mother, um, you know, daughter, uh, you know, you're looking after your clients, you're looking after, you know, you've got whoever you've got in your life. Uh, if you, you, you might have a mum or a dad to look after, you, you know, as well, you might have, you know, multiple children, you might be pregnant right now, and your body is constantly being sapped of energy because you're, you're busy growing a human life in your body. All of these things are relationships that take your time and take your energy and, um, you know, drain you, not in a bad way, not saying anything negative, but just in general, you know, where you're investing your time is, you know, is really important and where and seeing the areas that maybe are, you are investing your time in, but they're not fruitful or they're not rewarding you in any way. You know, maybe you have a friend who really drains you and you're getting nothing in return. It takes so much of your time and your life and your energy. And and then you're seeing the impact that's having in other areas of your life or work. You know, then you need to maybe reassess that part of your life. So um, really seeing where your time goes. You know, it's it's more than a, no, a, a to-do list, you know, and a nice uniball pen. It's, you know, it's about structuring, you know, um, 
who's in your life, where your time is going, the quality over quantity. The 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 to-do list is just a tool to help you to make that happen, uh, to keep you on track. Um, but ultimately, like always, it's down to you and you alone. No one else can do your job for you. No one else can uh, has your vision for your business or your life. No one else has that fire in their belly. Um, and no one else can can manage your time for you apart from you. So it's an area that you really need to sit down with pen and paper and look at, you know, what you're doing in your life, how you're doing it, where your time is spent, where you're happy, where you work better, and then allowing yourself again time for recuperating, replenishing, recharging, renewing all the rows um, yourself so that you can be on form and your best to deliver um, and to be in control and to ensure all your ducks are indeed in a role, uh, in a role, in a row. Um, so, yeah, and we, I mean, we talk about, you know, um, you know, getting up earlier and going to bed later. And for me, that's just, you know, it's down to personal preference. For me, because I have different businesses, because I have different demands, because I have, you know, my boys, my family, my house to run, everything else. Um, I need, I find it works really well for me. I find that if I go, you know, I think now, I think back then I used to go to bed later and go to, and get up earlier. And that was, that was literally burning the candle at both ends. And, you know, I was used to that. That was my routine. However, it, it was a lot. And I think now moving forward, I've learned from that. Um, I prefer getting up earlier. I prefer having a really good sleep. You know, I can be in bed at nine and sleep all the way through till five. And we're talking, what's that, nine hours sleep or something? You know, that's great. That's loads. Um, you know, really, I need seven. I can survive on five, but I need a good seven and I feel human. Um, and we do need, we do need um, our sleep. In fact, I remember someone told me once about, you know, how important sleep is. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. And I, you know, used to boast and say, oh, you know, I can survive on four or five hours sleep. I'm a powerhouse. Yeah. And I quite like that title. I quite like that badge that I had. Like, yay, look at me. I can do this. But actually, and I read something the other day that said about, I think it was Margaret Thatcher and Ronald Reagan. I hope that's right. So don't quote me on that without checking it but it, I, I think they both said that they boast they boasted that they could survive on four or five hours sleep a night however they both got alzheimer's like wow wow Oof, that was kind of um reading that kind of gave me chills because i was like wow okay so that's a wake-up call and a reminder that we do need sleep we need quality sleep and i think they say seven hours you need so yeah, I've been having now around eight, seven, eight or nine hours sleep, which is really good. Feeling human, allowing my body more time when it is my period and things like that, or if I'm going through extra stress or upset or whatever, allowing myself more, listening to my body, being in tune with my body. And um, and then don't get me wrong, you know, things happen and work gets busy all of a sudden, you know. I mean, obviously, again, this year it's it's not so busy because things are not normal. You know, we just haven't got the, the, we haven't got our normal pace in any respect at all, um, right now, but it is what it is. And we just keep, you know, it's using this time really well and growing and building and expanding in different areas. So as it starts getting busier again, all these new procedures and new projects and new things can come to bear fruit. Um, but yeah, you know, find what works for you. I find getting up in the morning is great because everyone's sleeping. The house is quiet. Um, it's dark. I've, I I love the stillness and the quietness gives me clarity. I can, uh, there's nothing in my brain. There's nothing tick, tick, ticking. My, you know, my emails aren't dinging. My, my phone's not ringing. My Instagram isn't vibrating. You know, there's, I haven't got, you know, mummy, 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 mummy. I haven't, you know, everyone is, um, is, everyone's sleeping. <laughs> so I've got this time that I've woken up and I embrace that stillness and that calmness. I actually get my best, my best ideas at that time as well in the morning. I get so much more done. I blitz through my emails because I can reply to emails. I can work on jobs. I can do things that, um, you know, no one can reply to immediately or call me straight away after I've hit that send button and 10 seconds later, my phone rings. So I love 
that um, I, I use it as a time to just get my ducks in a row, rewrite my to-do lists, have a look at what I need to do in the day, um, re-update my post-it notes, throw away any that I've conquered and I've tackled and I've done, tick off anything else, you know, rewrite anything else I need to get myself organized. Because then the second, uh, you know, once I've done all of those things, I've had a workout, then I'm straight into, you know, making pat lunch for the boys, making sure everyone gets stressed. Um, then it's time for the school run and then my day starts. And, and even then when we open the school in the deli again next year, it's going to be, you know, not going back to how it used to be um, as much the craziness, but restructuring how I do things now in a better way that I'm not, you know, I am managing my time more effectively. Because at the moment I've got those two balls that are down, but they're kind of, they're there. And at some point I'm going to be picking them back up again. Um, and when I do, making sure I incorporate them into my day in a way that's not going to be going back to 20 hour days again. Um, again, recognizing when you need help as well um, and not being afraid to ask for help, you know, getting help. Um, and we're not talking having to take on permanent members of staff or, you know, there's freelancers, there's brilliant people, you know, like Chloe, who we had on, you know, to help you in marketing. There's amazing, you know, there's virtual PAs out there. There's, you know, again, with the world that's pretty much working from home nowadays, you know, you've got everything at your fingertips, um, just searching. I would often, you know, I would always go for recommendations though, of course, opposed to just freely searching the internet to find people. I would definitely, you know, um, you know, lend yourselves to groups like our, you know, the my Facebook My Bueno Women in Business group, the uh, Girl Gun International group, uh, Chloe's uh, Marketing Pink Flamingo group. So, you know, those are three female-led groups that are, have lots of amazing women in who you can get recommendations from, whether it's for a PA or for an accountant or for, um, you know, marketing help, website help, um, ed editing help, you know, there's brilliant, you know, directories that have, have kind of been built from women in those very groups or just from recommendations from tried and tested, uh, have experience with individuals uh, and businesses that are great and can then really help you free up your time better so that then you're not wasting your time on things that you could be investing some money into getting someone to help you in freeing your time up better to focus on the bigger stuff focus on the clients and growing your business and moving it forward um and you know you need to realize you know and and sit and work it out and say you know well am i losing clients am i losing business because i'm stretching myself so thin and i'm i i'm i'm I haven't got the time to give my clients all of me and do all these things that I really want to do because I'm so busy with the tedious stuff or the accounts or the invoicing or um, uh, uploading stuff to the website and things that you could be delegating someone else to be doing or giving them that responsibility to just really help you with and take that load off, meaning your time, which is so important, is then being invested in the correct manner into the areas that you can accelerate forward. Not only is it going to take off a huge burden from your shoulders, um, you know, and this is where having someone who's been recommended, you know, take makes all the difference because the last thing you want is to give your baby in any respect to someone and then they mess it up or don't do it properly or, you know, uh, are dishonest in any way. So again, if someone recommended, it's someone you can trust off the back, you know, from the person who, who says that they've used them, you can go ahead and hire that person, have them help you out, whether it's on a regular basis or just for a one-off project, um, or just to help you get through a few backlogs of different things or projects that you feel that you really want to do, but you can really do with some extra help on. Um, it's a very good investment to do so. And that's then, of course, another huge part of time management and organization and getting your ducks in a row and not being afraid to ask for help. You know, I think I went for about a year and a half, two years in the beginning of my muy bueno of just doing it all on my own until I really, you know, I have this huge vision for the company and I did right back there and, and, and of course, continue continues to grow now and keeps evolving and adapting, of course. Um, but you can't do those things and do them all on your own. You just can't. You need to get help. You need to get people who 
if you're not going to do it, you need to find someone who's a specialist in that particular field who's going to do it. Um, and, you know, they can then, you know, working with them to ensure that you can pass that glass ball and that spinning plate to someone else to handle. Again, you don't take your eyes off it. You still need to be involved and um, and play a part in everything. It's your baby after all. But just taking that burden off and that time that you don't have um, to be sucked into doing things that, you know, again, marketing or this or that or, you know, just wherever you need help and support, it's always a good area to invest in. Um, And will it help you to accelerate your business and grow and get towards reach your vision and reach your growing vision and goals and dreams? Yes, of course. Of course it will. You know, every single thing that you're doing like that is an investment towards your future and your business's future. So I guess that's kind of summarizes that, um, you know, and again, we've talked about things do happen, you know, that's normal, you know, um, it's, it's, it's everyday life, you know, is out of our control, but in, in the crazy, within all the noise, if we can find control and balance with these things, with our, um, uh, these patterns, I guess, that we kind of have, you know, with our to-do list and feeling more in control with them and, and more equipped to juggle, whether it's three balls or 30 balls, because it's exactly the same, um, it's the same everything you know it doesn't matter how many balls I'm juggling you know yes again you get really you can be very overwhelmed and when it and when it does become overwhelming um you can put them all down again and then take a day take an hour take however long it needs and then re-pick them back up in whichever priority order of importance um you know and again sometimes you just have to let some go maybe you've taken a project and you've bitten off more than you can chew and it's a project that you you are setting yourself unrealistic goals and deadlines and expectations yourself on your shoulders to deliver on um and maybe that's now becoming a burden and a heavy weight around your neck either financially or uh, you know with your time or your energy um, or your stress levels and then you know either putting it down for a while or just changing those goals changing those expectations getting some help um, moving the deadline you know and saying you know what it's not the end of the world if it's not till spring or or till you know June or July or summertime or whatever um, just taking those um yeah, just just knowing when it's time, you know, you know, you know, you start feeling stressed, you start feeling anxious, your chest gets really tight. And that's not good. And it's recognizing those little flags to kind of say, okay, down tools, it's enough. Um, because only it's only going to kind of, um, it's only going to uh, take away from all the other stuff that you're doing, you know, and I've had it days where I thought I was starting the day great and in control. And then I've kind of had other things playing on my mind subconsciously in the night or different situations or relationships or things that are there chipping away or eating away behind the scenes. And, you know, I've had days where I've just like stared at my computer and gone, yeah, I'm just, I'm no use to anyone today. And recognizing that because any work you try and do like that is a waste of time because you you are no good to anyone. You're not going to deliver on your workload efficiently or properly. And you know the difference. You know the difference within you when you are like on fire, on it, you know, your cup is full um, and and the work you do is amazing. And then other days when you just, just haven't got it in you. And that's fine too. But again, keeping an eye on things, making sure those plates are still spinning while you allocate yourself that time to do all the re- the renews, the re- replenishes and everything else. Rejuvenation, recharge. Yeah, all of that. So I hope that's all been helpful. I think I've pretty much covered and exhausted all topics and elements of this particular topic, Um, being getting your ducks in a row and time management. I hope that's been good. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Um, We've got uh, a fantastic guest on uh, next. So the next episode, we're actually going to be covering imposter syndrome. Now, we talked about this a little bit uh, on the last episode when we talked about fear of um, promoting yourself, Foppy, with Chloe. Um, But I want to go into more detail. We touched on imposter syndrome, but now I want to really get that 
you know, get the light on that, really, because I think it's something that uh, we all suffer from or have suffered from. Um, recognizing that, talking about it, shining light on it, and um, yeah, kind of really kind of examining it a whole lot better to get an understanding of it all, why why it happens and how we can overcome it. So that's going to be the next episode, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, it's yeah, and then it's going to be December already. So yeah, Christmas, our tree is arriving on the 30th. Uh, I've got a mountain of presents that need to be organized and wrapped and uh, but otherwise done stockings done uh, everything's done it's it's yeah I've just got to order turkey and ham in and write up my uh, my Christmas food Christmas Eve Christmas Day Boxing Day I love Boxing Day Boxing Day for me is the the food day you know I don't have to cook apart from bubble and squeak it's the day that I can just put a huge spread on the table with you know, the ham all carved up, a big cheese board, chutneys, coleslaw, bubble and squeak cakes, and just that sort of plate of food just to, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. So anyway, before I start getting you all salivating and, um, anyway, those are, that's my ducks in a row. So you even right down to those things, you know, it's every area of your life. If you're organized in them, you know, you're in control. There is no kind of, uh, cause that's where some of the overwhelming feeling, that suffocating feeling I find comes from sometimes is because you're, you've put something down and then you've forgotten about it or you've not done anything about it or chipped away at it or, you know, or, or not accomplishing anything. And then it starts to build up and build up and you know, you've got to do something about it. And that's when I talk about ripping the bandaid off. You've got to just sometimes just jump feet first and rip the bandaid off and get it done and tackle it, even though, you know, it's daunting and stressful and everything else, but you've got to do it. And when you do those things, wow, you feel great for it. So imagine that feeling all the time with every project that you have on the table, with everything that you have going on in your life, personally and professionally. So on that note, uh, that's the end of this fortnight's podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Of course, hit subscribe and Again, recommend this to your friends, to any lovely women that you know who could really do with listening to this podcast. Uh, Please do send them a link to it. And uh, of course, please do star it and rate it as well, because the more stars it gets, the more it will push up the podcast rating and more women will get to see it. Well, more women in business, which is what we want and uh, can keep on building this wonderful podcast online community, uh, which is fantastic. And I must say, looking at the analytics, it's been really amazing seeing uh, at the moment I seem to have America, Spain and England are my three main listening destinations. But then there's loads of other places across the world that are, there's numbers creeping up uh, from New Zealand and uh, South Africa. And so amazing wherever you are tuning in from across the world. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I hope you're enjoying this and getting a lot out of it and just encouraging you and reminding you now that from this episode just to get your ducks in a row, be organized, get in control. Again, reminding you to remove those naysayers. And we're going to talk all about those people um, in a couple of weeks time. And, um, but yeah, just getting yourself into a really good place. So by the time we tune in again in two weeks time that you've really managed to do just that, you know, may you listen to this today and go away and make some changes, really get organized, get your to-do list going. Um, be more time efficient, uh, see where your time is going that, you know, if it's being sucked out, you know, disappearing in other places that it shouldn't be or draining you in different areas, you know, just really using this time now to assess those things and, um, and yeah, getting your ducks in a row now in a really major way. And that's it from me. So I hope you all have a really fantastic next fortnight. And that's it. Keep well. We'll be coming out of lockdown as well on the second. So by the time I'm on next with you, I should be out and about and have lots more to tell you about. Take care. Stay well. Bye.